Hello, welcome to the Mamas Know Best, We Got Something to Say podcast. This is a safe space where mamas can talk openly about their highs and lows of motherhood and to look deeper into who they are as women and their journey into motherhood. We may agree and disagree or cry and laugh, but one thing for sure is we will learn from one another and have a great time. So sit back and enjoy. Hello, welcome to the Mamas Know Best, We Got Something to Say podcast. My next guest is Raven Cruz. Raven, how are you? I'm good. Thank you. So just a quick introduction and in how we met. You are my cousin's girlfriend. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I am. <laughs> um, my cousin who I was kind of raised like like a brother um, from when we were kids. So we're very close and I'm extremely happy to welcome you into the family. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so happy to be a part of it. You guys are awesome. Feels like home. Good. Um, okay, so we, before we get into your journey into motherhood, because you are pregnant now, and you are how many months? I am 26 weeks, six and a half months. Aw, okay, so we, before we get into that, though, I want to know about Raven, the woman. Um, so tell me a little bit, I know you're you're basically an influencer on Instagram, because I know you have a pretty big following. Um, you're a hustler, you're um, an entrepreneur, soon-to-be mompreneur. Um, I see you're into a little bit of this and that. So tell me a little bit about who you are and, and what you've been doing, how you got into Instagram. Sweet. Uh, yeah, so um, my name is Raven Cruz. I am uh, 26 years old. I actually had to think about that for a second. I'm like, how old am I? <laughs> 26 years old. Um, I have been in the social media influencing um, platform for probably about six and a half, seven years now. And um, I started off doing uh, like Instagram, uh, not even Instagram, just modeling, doing like um, online uh, magazines and print magazines and stuff. And then um, found my passion in fitness, which is what I do now. I have a full functioning online and in-person personal training business here based in Orlando. So I train women um, in all walks of life, uh, postpartum, uh, you know, single women, women that are just trying to figure out, find themselves again, women that are trying to just find themselves for the first time. Um, and I have been doing that for probably about five and a half years now. And... and- How did you get into that? What made you, because you are young, so that's awesome to see that if you've been into this for five years now, that was when you were about 20, 21. What made you start that? Um, I actually went through a, um, so when I moved out away from my family and stuff, I I started kind of journeying around uh, the United States, living in different places, and um, trying to find myself, and, and, and in the process of that, I gained a lot of weight. And um, there was a point in my life where I was really depressed and just going through some things, battling with just who I was and stuff. And um, I found myself, I gained almost 45 pounds. And I'm sure I'm tiny, I'm only five foot. So I got up to like almost 160, mm. five foot. And um, one day, actually, it's crazy, I looked at a picture of myself with some friends and I was just like, whoa, why didn't anyone tell me this is what I look like right now? Yeah. And, from there, I just got like super obsessed with trying to, you know, become a better physical version of myself. And in the process, I feel like I found uh, my passion for fitness. That I, I love it. I love everything about it. And then, did that just transcend transcend into you wanting to help other women kind of find their fitness goals as well? Yeah. So once I got into 
into that, I kind of just got like super obsessed with the lifestyle. I started working out in a gym um, that was a really popular and famous gym here in Orlando that was owned by Bella Falcone, which is um, like this Brazilian Miss World Pro Diva um, all-star here in Orlando. I started working for her and that's when I started like um, networking. I created a really big base of women here in Orlando that I started training consistently. I started doing boot camps for men and women. And then those evolved into um, like fitness classes. So I started doing pole fitness, dance fitness. I still currently teach like a twerk cardio class at six months pregnant. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Yep. So that's what I've been doing. And that's, and, and I've pretty much just been able to use social media to honestly just accelerate that and kind of keep it going. And now I've launched my online portion of it which is uh, pretty much all virtual style training so I can train anyone from anywhere and it's it's almost exactly the same as me being there with you just from wherever you are that's awesome and then how did that get into the meal prep because I see, I know you also do the meal preps for people so the meal prep thing kind of started off um, on like a slower on a smaller scale it was just me trying to kind of hold my clients accountable more because a lot of them were just like, I'm too lazy. And like all of my training comes with a digital PDF file. Um, so then it was just a matter of them like, oh, I don't have the time to do this. I don't want to do this. So it was me trying to get pretty much get them on track and, and hold them accountable. So I figured if I incorporate your meals in this, like you can't really, you can't, you can't fail. Sure, sure. No, because then if you're, yeah, then you're in essence helping them, which the meal part is the hardest part. That's what people always, you know, you can go to the gym, you know, six, seven days a week. But if you're, if you're, um, what's your diet, if your diet isn't up to par, then it's, it's almost doesn't really matter. Exactly, exactly. So that was pretty much me giving them like all the keys to success. So I was doing, I offer a meal plan, a meal planning for people, as well as meal prepping, which I physically cook the food for them based on their goals and their dietary needs and um they come pick it up for me once a week um since i've been pregnant i haven't doing i haven't done that so much as before i was pregnant because it was just kind of overwhelming i'm sure yeah i'm sure yeah Um, i still do it for for a lot i'm I'm able to get back into it now now that i'm kind of getting further along in my pregnancy that's good. Now, is this something like, did you do research? Because, um, you know, the fact that you're so self-taught, I think is amazing. And I love people that kind of, you know, don't let the fact that, you know, you didn't go to school, I'm assuming for this kind of research or for nutrition. So this is all self-taught, right? So it was, it started off very self-taught. Once I got my, um, my certification in personal training, then I went back and got my nutrition certification. So, um, it is been, it's been uh, basic knowledge and just studies and um, uh, pretty much seeing what works for people, learning people's dietary habits and stuff um, based off of the things that I've learned. Um, I am certified um, as a personal trainer and nutritionist. So um, okay, those are, those are things that um, I did at first when I started the personal training industry part portion of it. It was very self-taught and just um, just dealing with a network of people that taught me a lot sure that's what kind of made me accelerate like okay i think i'm ready to actually commit to this and and make a lifestyle out of this and, and a career choice out of this so then i i leaned into going that way um so as far as it goes with the nutrition portion of it um science changes daily yes <laughs> all these bad diets and all these like new you know uh like quick diets and all yeah. that changes 
so much and even what's being taught now in nutrition classes don't really support um like the keto diet and all mm-hmm. that stuff mm-hmm. because they are considered fad diets however um you know the internet is very resourceful you learn a lot about certain things through the internet especially when you have reliable resources so as far as it goes with some of these fad diets and stuff you know, I'm not really too pro-fad diet, but however, I will um, introduce those to people that are interested in it um, because they do work for some people. Sure. And I just I do I do a lot of my own research to make sure I have the 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 research to support. Absolutely. But I think but I think your key was that you know it's tailored to every specific person's individual needs because what what could work for me might not necessarily work for you. Correct, exactly. So it's kind of just like I have to figure out, we have to figure out together what exactly do you need, what do you feel like you have struggled with uh, the most because some people like, I can give them a diet plan and it can work incredibly well for someone and then for someone else with very similar body type it might not work for and that's when you're going into um, deeper things like what is your blood sugar like, how, you know, what is your sodium retention levels like, so it gets a lot more in depth based on a, a person's actual chemistry in their body. Absolutely. So how, so what are your plans? Um, and we'll get, again, we'll get into your journey into motherhood and all of that, but what are your plans now that you are having a little one? Do you, is it like pushing you even more further that you're like, okay, wait a minute, this whole healthy lifestyle, I want to like take it to the next level. Yes, that's exactly um, where I want to take it. I feel like um, before I was able to reach a lot of women with children and stuff, but it's um, it's different when you have someone that, like, I can only imagine being someone that's um, just recently had a child and now you're trying to seek help from someone that has never had a child. So um, I definitely feel like having, being pregnant now and going through this process is going to help me expand my horizons and reach out to a totally different community of women, which is essentially my goal because I want to show women that just because you have a baby or you are pregnant at the time that doesn't mean you're you know you're not disabled you're not capable of doing anything you're just as powerful as you are as you were before you were pregnant. if anything i i think you're even yeah. more powerful because you just birthed a child absolutely and i feel like a lot of women get lost in um the motherhood after the baby like it's just like oh my god i don't have time i don't have time which i can only imagine i haven't experienced it yet um but i i almost 80% of my clients have two to three kids. So very few of them don't have kids at all. So I, I know their schedules. I work with their schedules on a daily basis. So I see them get lost in work. And sure. It's hard. No, it's hard to balance it. Yeah, it's hard. Sure. So I'm trying to, um, now I want to definitely, you know, broaden my, my platform and, and just reach out to a lot of individuals that that need that help, that need that extra push. In, push in. And now I feel like I'm, I will be more relatable for a lot of women. Um, because I will, I will have gone through the same, a similar journey. Like absolutely, you know, I'm, I'm gaining a lot of weight now, so my body's changing, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I think it's fantastic because you're in essence, because this is your first child, I think what's so dope about it is now you're seeing your body change. So you and helping another woman who maybe just had a baby or, you know, whatever their whatever their fitness goals are, but they are a mom, you're like, hey, mama, I'm right there with you. I'm trying to figure out as well. So I, yeah, I think you're definitely appeal um because I feel like there's so many moms out there and I, you probably didn't even realize that until you became pregnant that you're like, wait a minute, I have a whole thing of moms and now things change. Now you can really, really relate. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's, it's an exciting process. Like I get, I, I'm trying to 
um, enjoy this process as much as possible and still kind of tra- stay true to who I was before. Um, and I mean, I'm pregnant now. It, it, I, I go through those tired days. Like I'm not going to sit here and say I work out seven days a week because I'd be fibbing. I definitely work out when I can. And if I have the energy to do it, I try to stay as active as possible. I'm still teaching a dance class, which is, um, that does take a lot out of me more than anything else. Um, because it's it's a high cardio, um, high metabolic workout, so we are constantly moving for an yeah, hour and a half. Yeah. Um, so it's a lot of fun, and now that my body's starting to like be like, whoa, it's time to slow it down. You got a baby in there. <laughs> that um, I'm starting to adapt, but at the same time, like you know, it's not impossible to work out while you're pregnant. But you, you know what you can, and, and no one is pressuring you to do anything more than that. You just do what feels comfortable as often as you can, and that's kind of where I'm, I'm at now. Just trying to find the balance of keeping my sure. which makes me happy but still enjoying you know the whole process of yeah and getting your rest when you need to oh, yeah. and just being I, I think this is a true um it's always interesting now in hindsight right because I've, I've already had my son so it's like it really is the first aspect of motherhood that pregnancy journey because now you're already sacrificing okay well I want to work out but I know I need to listen to my body so you're already beginning this motherhood journey while you're pregnant of putting your child first right okay I need to rest I need to really pay attention listening to your body Um, I had worked out I think up until I was like five or six months pregnant I was still doing my high intensity interval training which was um, I've done so many different workouts but that that is what stuck with me that's like my favorite kind of workout but I ended up getting round ligament pain um, which is a groin pain and and it it was scary because I didn't know what the heck it was it was in my lower abdomen I thought it affected the baby long story short it was fine but I ended up having then to stop but I walked every day and I tell women all the time I'm like look you know because there's a misconception that if you work out while you're pregnant like something can happen with the baby and I'm like look if you were already active before having a child there's no reason why you couldn't be active afterwards now if you're now if you're pregnant and you never really worked out prior now all of a sudden you want to join a high intensity interval training group that might not be the right way to go you might have to make some adjustments and I think that's where people get lost in it it's like you can do it just kind of stick with what you were doing before and just just listen to your body that's all you can do Okay, so now um, tell me about your pregnancy journey and how that has been so far. When you found out um, and and all of that good stuff. So um, my pregnancy journey has been so interesting. I feel like I always make jokes about it because I'm just like, wow, like I really like as as much as I thought I knew my body, like I really didn't know it very well. Um, So when I when we found out we were pregnant, we were already 11 weeks which is so late, I was like, when I tell people that, they're just like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And um, oddly enough, I I did get my period the first three months, so um, it was was a total shock to us. So I, I, when we found out, it was, we were so happy. We made jokes about like, if we ever got pregnant for so long, and um, then it actually happened, like it was one of those weird speaking things into existence things. Um, But yeah, we found out when we were 11 weeks, uh, prior to finding out, we spent the summer traveling. So I was in um, moving around a lot. I was back and forth between here and um, where my mom lives in Delaware. We went to St. Lucia. Um, <laughs> we went to Jamaica. We were in Vegas. So this whole time I was traveling, I had no idea I was pregnant. And you're just living your best life. <laughs> I was living my best life, enjoying vacations. And um, I, I, I was so sick. And like now that I'm 
hear, I, it dawned on me. I'm like, wow, you're pregnant this whole time. And I was so sick, so much of my travels. But I just kept associating it with, like, new foods and traveling. Because when I was home, I felt okay, I felt like. But on vacations, every time I got on an aircraft, I was so sick. Um, the, like, in Jamaica, I was drinking the water there from Jamaica. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I kept getting so sick, and I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, I come here all the time. Like, why am I so sick right now? I was in the mountains. So I thought it was the altitude. Like, it was just everything but thinking that. Oh, that, you were, that you guys could have been, that you were pregnant. Right. And it was, it was um, the food. I was trying so many foods. I was like, man, it's just me. Like, I don't know my stomach. Maybe I turned 26, and now I'm getting, like, a weird Oh, like this shit is real. Like we're gonna now we're gonna have a baby. Yeah. Yeah, like it was, it was, it, and I, I always call my son my love child because I'm like we, we're in such a happy place, we're in such a good place right now that I was like this was just perfect timing, this was just perfect timing for us, and um, it was an emotional experience. I didn't. I mean, I, I'm an overall healthy person, so I don't go to the doctor unless I absolutely have to. Um, so I did go to the doctor, and I they did blood work, and it actually came out false. Hmm. Wow. Further than I anticipate. Yeah. Wow. I thought I was like, okay, I'm going to be like a couple weeks, maybe like two, three weeks. And they were like 11 weeks. And I just instantly was like, what? What do you mean? I've had a baby in here this whole time. <laughs> As you're like partying and you're like, now the fear. Oh my God. Yes, for sure. So it was, it was overwhelming. I knew prior to getting pregnant though, like I always had um, an idea of how I wanted to how my pregnancy to go and um but I never had kids before I never needed I wasn't in a place where I felt like I, it was time for me to start researching stuff so I it was very unexpected and I kind of felt like I was very uh behind already <laughs> yeah so far behind like I should know all all the things that I want <laughs> yeah I, I had a lot to catch up on so so now you find out you're pregnant and then you know okay you you guys are happy and you're joyous and you're like wow okay so now it gets real so now you're like okay when does it hit that you're like well because you are like you said you're quote-unquote a little far behind of certain things what's your what's your game plan um so from there um after like the morning sickness and all that first of all i thought morning sickness was only in the morning didn't know all day all day all night because i was getting up out of my sleep to get like because i was so sick um, so instantly, I you know we, we discussed like what what our next steps were, and he, um, you know, Joshua Joshua already has a daughter who's ten, and they did um, a very traditional hospital um, medicated birth, like a, a normal, you know. Like, yeah, with the norm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So which I was born that way, he was born that way. So that was obviously his process of what was going to happen, and we never really we vaguely, like very 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 briefly talked about it prior, but we, like I said, we weren't planning at the time so 
um, you know, then I was like, well, now that this is happening, like, I guess it's time for me to, like, really put my natural birth plans in place. <laughs> this is something that I've always thought about, kind of, but not, didn't really need to, like, really think about it, yeah, or plan it. Mm-hmm. So then, um, so I kind of introduced that to him, and, it, and he was just like, well, what, like, what do, you, what do you mean by this stuff? Like, so I, that's when the research started to catch up. I started to show him stuff. I, you know, explained to him, like, I wanted to do a midwife, a um, home birth. That was essentially my, my first plan always since I can remember having a baby. It was always I wanted to go natural, no hospitals, if, if I can avoid a hospital. And But I didn't really know much about the process. So it, I began calling around, trying to find birth centers near me, um, and trying to see who took my insurance. And it was just such a process. And... Um, well, take me take me back to that because I'm actually interested because there weren't many birth centers in South. Okay, so you're in um, Central Florida. I'm in South Florida. How many birth centers are there actually out there? How many midwives were you able to interview? And so here in Orlando, there's about eight or nine birth centers. Oh, wow. There's, yeah, there's multiple. So it's crazy because when I found out I was pregnant, I actually contacted one of my good friends who um, has an 18-month-old now and she's currently pregnant again. And I already know, I know she had her daughter, the, her 18-month-old, she had her in a birth center. And I remember her posting about it, and I was so inspired by it, but like I said, again, I was just not on that time frame in my mind. Yeah, so, so you're like, yeah, maybe when it happens, okay. we'll talk, yeah. So I reached out to her, and she pretty much was just like, oh my god, like, so happy for me. And she was like, I'm going to help you do research. Like, her and I got on a call. She pulled up all these different birth centers here in Orlando for me, and, um... I was looking for a very, I wanted my first birth experience to be like in a very diverse environment. I wanted it to, to, to be a, um, um, how can I explain it? Like a, I just, I wanted to feel very comfortable. I wanted to feel like the people that were going to be around me were kind of like family to me. Sure. I wanted to feel like it was just like, um. I don't want to feel like a patient, obviously. Yeah, no, you want, yeah. And that's what midwifery usually is. But of course, you got to find that one person that you connect with. Exactly. So um, I looked around. I heard she gave me a bunch of information. I started doing research. The birth center that I chose is called The Birthplace. They have two locations here in Orlando. And um, the, the staff is just such a happy, mixed, cultured staff. They're people from the UK, there's Dominican midwife there, there's like all kinds of people there, all the people that go there, um, when we went to our first visit was just, uh, in all stages of their life, they all looked so happy to be there, they were very um, inviting, and I'm sure a lot of um, midwiferies are like that, this one specifically, I just got this homey vibe, like as soon as I walked in, like they were just so excited, like oh my god, we've been talking to you on the phone, so excited to meet you. And they were just so shocked that I was so obviously like into my pregnancy and had it known. So um, it was, it was, it was a, um, compared to like when I told my doctor, when, when me and my doctor found out I was pregnant and then me going to a, a find a, a birth center and me explaining to them what I've been going through. It's like, it was such a different experience. So yeah. Early yeah. That it was just like, it, it was moving for me. And um, I wanted, I wanted Josh to feel what I felt about it. And, sure. You know. Um, not that men don't really care. It's just they're just kind of like you know, oh yeah, whatever's cool, whatever works for you, kind of thing. He's a very whatever works for you kind of thing kind of guy. But you wanted him to really understand, like, no, be in this journey. Yeah, and I wanted him to be impacted by it. Like, I know his first birth was ten years ago, and that was a long time ago. And times have changed. For sure, for sure. And, you know, our doctor visits have changed. Like, 
I wanted him to go and, and him feel like he was just as important in this process as, you know, a lot of, you know, I've, I've, I've heard stories of my other friends who have babies and stuff, and they're like, you know, they, it's not a very personable experience. And yeah, yeah. He, he felt that even being there, like, he instantly was like, oh, my God, I love our big wife, but she's awesome, she's so cool. And I was like, see? So <laughs> glad we got her, like, so it was, um, it was once we decided, we decided pretty quickly because, um, it was the it was closest to our house, which was a very big deciding factor. Yes. We just bought a new house, and we're kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, so we do have hospitals near us, but they're about twelve to fifteen minutes away. And um, this our birthplace is um, only about eight minutes away from nice. us. Nice, nice. Um, it's super close to us. It's super convenient, and like I said, again, the staff is amazing there. So that was one of our main things all the other birth centers are actually almost like 30 minutes plus away from yeah and that's not really conducive when we were looking yeah. we had boca which is about 35 40 minutes and miami which is 45 minutes to an hour and she came highly recommended from my um aunt-in-law who's a midwife but they were like look honey if you get pregnant like it just doesn't make sense to have your midwife be 45 minutes away it just can't be although funny enough my head midwife was actually in a birth and she was like 35 40 minutes away <laughs> so yeah, so she ended up having to come to my home. But the good thing is she has, um, there are two midwives that work together. So my doula and the other midwife came. But that's just hilarious. You know, we're like, oh, we chose a really close midwife. But she ended up being at a birth anyway. But anyway, um, okay, so you guys are happy. And that's awesome. I feel like I wish more women, more women, um, and not to say that all OBGYNs, because I really, I don't know all OBGYNs. I, can, I only know by my experience and by the experiences I've heard from other women. But I really wish more women would experience the midwifery experience because it's just such a different vibe um you know they just uh, you know they, did they tell you about birth like how informative has it been has it really been eye-opening for you like what has been one of the biggest um i guess you can see um differences that even from just going to your regular like OBGYN appointment so other than the hominess and you know them feeling like that hey you know also pregnant she's currently in Fort Myers and she is doing so her first one was at a birth center and now she's doing hers at home this time so I pretty much was just talking to her like look I don't you know I know this is a different experience I know I'm not going to be getting like the you know the medical test and all those things ran like as normal so I need to know how I need to be prepared for myself so I'm not missing out on information so her and I got together like she gave me like a list of questions that I inputted in as well things that I just wanted to know things that I, I wasn't sure about um, mm -hmm. just basic standard questions about the birth center about myself about the baby and stuff like that that's really so, good yeah so I had literally like a list of like 35 questions it was crazy and I was like going through the questions with Josh and he was just like what does some of this stuff mean and, and I went through the list with my mom because obviously she's had three kids sure all in the hospital so she had questions that I wouldn't have asked because I just didn't think of those so we I, I gathered this list of questions together of just things that I wanted to know about the process um, how does you know how does a, a birth center birth uh, is differ from a home birth would I qualify for a home birth like, mm -hmm. like that um, and then I went to my midwife I just sat down with her with this list of questions and she went through every single last one of them with me awesome start to finish um, she even sent me an email on ones that she was just like, oh, I'll send you an email on actual information on that. So she nice. sent tons, of, tons of, uh, of emails and, and files that she's created of just information on, on things that I just wanted to know about. Um, 
you know, emergency situations, like what happens if this isn't, if this takes place in this situation, like, so I just wanted to cover all the bases, so that way, one, I felt comfortable, I didn't feel like I was going into the dark, and two, I had my family was never heard. Yes, they're looking at you like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and like, they probably never heard of this before, so I (laughs) was equipped with the answers for them, so when they asked me questions, they had the answers they were looking for as well, so they felt comfortable because... I just did not want everyone around me to be super uncomfortable because then I was going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. So I felt overall pretty confident in my decision and what I was doing. So that's awesome. I think my insurance and stuff, then I realized like, okay, a home birth isn't going to be the best option. A birth center birth will be the best option for me. Um, and it will just, it'll be, it'll be ideal for me being my first child. If anything were to happen, God forbid, you know, we'll have a closer hospital will have options available and stuff like that. Sure, you have what has made you feel comfortable. What I think is amazing though is that you came prepared. Like we had, we definitely had questions. Um, we had the insight of our, my aunt who's the midwife. So like I wanted to make sure that the midwife that we had matched up the answers from the midwife that we knew. Um, but that's awesome that you came prepared because that's another thing I try and tell moms. It's like, look, no matter again, whatever direction you choose to go, just make sure you're prepared with questions. But I feel like in this day and age, we trust the doctors to deliver the information and we just go with the flow of like okay well if they haven't said anything then everything must be okay and that's completely completely false so that's kudos to you for you doing your research and being so um in depth with it and the fact that your midwife um sat there and didn't make you feel like she was annoyed or didn't make you feel like you were like that she was rushing you to be like okay well hurry up you know i got shit i need to do so yeah, so that's just, that's awesome. And I think that's one of the things with my midwife too that I was so happy with the fact that I never felt rushed. I never felt like a number. And I knew they were busy, like really, really busy, but she never made me feel like she was like, uh, like just bothered by me. <laughs> right, right. And that's, I, I kind of felt like I was doing that to my doctor and I even got to a point where I asked my midwife, I was like, do I even need to like talk to her anymore? And she was like, no, no you're good. You're good. Like, you're good. I have all the answers to your questions. You see me now. I mean, even telling my doctor that I was uh, my OBGYN that I was seeing, I, I was choosing to do like a birth birthplace or the birth center style birth. Um, she kind of just uh, not even I'm not gonna say seemed uninterested, but I could tell that she was just like, oh, okay, well, good luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so. All right, so you guys have that. So you've made that birth plan. How, what about doulas or anything like that? So uh, we do want a doula. Um, we are definitely looking to do a doula. Um, we're coming up on our 28 weeks, and so we just received like all of our information about meeting the doulas and going to nice. the options and stuff. So we have a doula in mind that we want, um, and she's been a doula for like 10 years. She's an, um, an older Spanish lady. She's super down to earth. She's, she's awesome, great personality, super bubbly, and um, she always makes, if she's, even if she's busy, she always, like, makes a point to come see us. When That's we're awesome. So, um, I haven't, I've only met two of the doulas so far, um, so I'm looking forward to kind of selecting a doula. We definitely want to do the doula option. I just recently picked up um, um, the hypnobirthing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, I actually had a company, the Positive Birth Company, reach out to me and ask me to take their online e-courses um, to review them and to promote them for them. That's and, awesome. Yeah, so I just started those yesterday. Because um, that's expensive. So that's awesome that you were able oh to do God, that. Yeah, it was. And I was just like looking 
looking at the options they have online, and I was just like, holy crap, like this is, it's such a, it's such an amazing birth choice and, and way to go. Yes. But it's definitely expensive. And so it was, I'm so happy that they sent me the information. So I started the courses yesterday and I did touch base with the, the, the head of the doulas to let her know that that's something that I was interested in. And she was just like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like you're going to love it. Um, and, and, you know, told me to continue my research on it. So when we meet with her, we'll be able to touch base on it. But um, I started the courses yesterday, and I, like, I was I was emotional taking the courses. It's just, like, it is such a beautiful, it's such a beautiful um, outlook and, and, and way of going about having, take, you know, going through this journey with your body that is so inspirational. And the woman who teaches it um, is from the UK, and, like, her experiences are just so moving, and she's so big on, like, for thing being one of the most beautiful things you go through in life and it is i i have so many friends like last year we had eight babies born around us mm. and we even said we were like oh we missed it this year and then like this year i joined the joined the bandwagon <laughs> myself included i have eight friends right now having babies again wow so, yeah, no, for sure. But that's awesome because then you have your village. And let me tell you, mama, that village will, you already know you have your friend that's, um, that you've been in contact with, that it was helping you with your midwife. A village is going to be super important for your pregnancy, for your postpartum, well, for your labor and delivery, for your postpartum and everything beyond. It's just super important. No, and that's the biggest thing. Well, that's my advocacy in all of this is that I just want women aware of their options and to be educated of what they have um, because I feel like we're being robbed of that. Unfortunately, in this country is, you know, that the the choice aspect um, and that, you know, if the United States, ju- United States just understood that in low risk, healthy pregnancies, midwife, there's no, re- there's no reason why a midwife and an OBGYN couldn't work together. In other developed countries, you know, midwifery is seen as something um, as it should be, which is um, uh, very empowering. It's seen as a, um, a legitimate profession as it as it is. But here, there's so many misconceptions when it comes to midwifery. So it's kind of sad because I feel like, like you said, some women just don't have that. And again, I'm sure there are some OBGYNs that are good, but... Um, for a lot of women that I have spoken with, they still they they're very uneducated in what happens to their body and during birth. And I'm like, that is crazy. How in the most of you know one of the what they say the best countries in the world, and we still have women who don't know what happens to your body during pregnancy or birth. Exactly. Yeah, and it's it's crazy. I even hear some birth experiences, and I'm just like, you know, after taking these these uh, hypnobirthing classes, the way that she puts it, 
she's you know she explains it like we are as close to animals as possible and and the experiences should be when when animals give birth they they do it in dark secluded places very intimate locations away from a lot of people like and then you compare it to a hospital birth where it's just lights everywhere people in and out of the room like very invasive yeah my mom it's funny i always make a joke with my mom because she told me that there was a, a um she there was a class in there when she was giving birth with me oh my god Yes. Well, it's and it's not even just the lights and all of that, but even the way our body is positioned. You know, most animals give birth, you know, squatting and letting gravity do its thing. And, you know, here we are on our backs with some person, you know, and granted, I lay, I labored in my back and then ended up squatting. And but it's just your legs are in stirrups and, you know, you don't it's just even the way they 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 you know they have that as far as the hospital bed goes and it's just not the most comfortable experience at all yes strangers and you're not educated on what happened so of course you're going to be scared shitless because you don't know what's going to come next And I feel like, you know, when people drop seeds, like you heard positive stories you knew and the healthy lifestyle you were doing, I think that's so important because we do hear, unfortunately, a lot more of the negative stories of birth and how it's this like unmanageable, un, you know, um, just impossible thing to do naturally. Forget even just a birth center or home birth, but even just the unmedicated natural part of it. And it's like, if only more women had more of the support to feel empowered. And look, I feel I'm pro-choice all the way around. So I feel like, honey, if you want the epidural, go for it. But I just want one more and more women to be like, look, if I can do it, you can do it. You know, and it's it's not like this, like, oh, my God, I have this like secret talent that is like, oh, I can, you know, you know, my pain threshold It's like, no, our bodies were made to do this. And I just wish more women understood that, you know, and had more faith in that. Oh, no. <laughs> I've That's awesome. Yes. It's a game changer. It's so important.
just by speaking with my clients that I trained this morning, like I totally feel like I changed my verbiage speaking to them because I, it, it applies to all aspects. Oh yeah. Cause you recognize how the positive words can really make it even in speak. That'll even help you as a parent in speaking to your child and, yeah. you know, to say, don't touch that as opposed to, well, why don't we touch this instead? Or don't touch it. You know, like there's ways to rephrase things or to be more positive as opposed to the negative way that we've kind of been programmed or being with it um but i'm ha- i'm so happy for that and look mama your the doubts are going to click in and the doubts are always going to be there from from now until your your child gets here like that just is what it is but that's why you have your doula that's why you have your partner that's why you surround yourself just like you said with the energy that you keep so that you constantly have that support um i mean you know with dana she just came off a 32 hour natural birth um yes and she stayed at you know 10 minute contractions, 10 to 15 minute contractions, um, at uh, only at, I think four to six centimeters. I don't remember exactly what it was for like 30 something hours. I mean, of course from there, like it progressed a little more or less, but yeah. And you want to talk about just seeing, you know, and look, I, I was very fortunate. I had a eight hour total, like basically from contraction to, to labor, but it was very intense. Um, and if my sister, again, if my sister can do it and looking and it's, it's the breathing, it's, it's the people that you surround yourself with. It's the support. It's constantly just telling yourself, I'm at one with my body. I can do this. My body was made to do this. Just always keep that in the back of your head that your body was made to do this. And be before you had before you got pregnant, there was women doing this. And bef- after you had this baby, there'll be women doing this. It's just, it's just life, you know? Okay, so, all right. So that's been your journey so far, which is awesome. Now... Tell me, how do you feel like once, well, you know what? We're not even going to go there because I want to bring you back on. Like once the baby's here, I want to hear your pregnancy story. I want to go into, you know, parenting because obviously this is a lot of this leads into how you parent your child. I know you and I have discussed like healthy eating habits and, you know, how we're in control of that with our children. So what you introduce to them from babies, they will continue on. Now, granted, with toddlers, it can still be there. Sometimes my son looks at something and I'm like, dude, you just ate this yesterday. Why are you looking at it as if you've never seen it before? And he's like, nope, I don't want it. I'm like, oh boy. So it just is what it is. They're still going through their things, but it's also most important what you don't introduce them to. So we don't do the candy, you know, we try and really eliminate as many processed foods, you know? Um, so, and I know we've spoken about that and you agree. So I can't wait to kind of bring you back on to, to discuss what that journey has been like. But now I want to kind of get into just some questions more about you. Um, it's like my little rapid fire question session. Um, so when do you feel the most badass? now that you are pregnant, when are you feeling yourself? When are you like, yes, I got this. Um, honestly, I'm feeling myself like when I am fresh out of like just fresh woken up in the morning. I've got like my sports bra on and my sweatpants, and I I see myself in the mirror and I'm like, oh, you was you were you were a hot mom. <laughs> I love it. And you're ready. You're ready to start the day, and you're ready to go. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Love it. So. You know, I know you haven't officially given birth, but you are, you know, you're a mama to be. So what has motherhood shown you so far now that you are a mama to be? What is it one thing that you're like, wow, that kind of clicked? Oh, 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 like I'm so cautious about 
things. Like, I have a stepdaughter here, so, like, I've always been very aware of what she has going on, but now that I'm pregnant, <laughs> Yes, um, yes. And, and, and also just like, uh, I felt like the moment I thought I was pregnant, I just had this like release of selfishness. Like it's just, mm. I, don't, I don't feel like anything is about me anymore. And I yeah. Like being in this relationship, I learned that anyway, but becoming pregnant was just like a total release of that. Like it's just not about me anymore. No. Yeah, and that's that's awesome. So what is your indulgence? What do you like to indulge in? Um, is this like Nope, it could be anything like so like my I, I said this um, the other day my indulgence is like skincare items like I'm obsessed with you know I'm pushing 40 so like I'm really into like the clean beauty and finding things that work for my skin so what so that's been my indulgence just like finding products here and there. That's awesome. And that's actually very important too. Now that you're having a baby, that's why yoga, prenatal yoga, I actually did prenatal yoga a few, a few times, um, like four or five times, but it was good because they just teach you some other breathing techniques and the stretching. It's just, I mean, look, stretching is important for your body anyway. I feel like that's such an underrated form of I guess exercise that people could just do in their homes um I mean I do that and that's like I I talk to myself it's a meditative thing when I'm like lying in a certain position I I say you know I am I am patient I am understanding of things that I want to instill in myself for the day yes girl I'm really big on mantras and things like that and just thinking and just kind of setting my intention for the day thanking God thank you thank you you know this is what I'm gonna do today I love it I now that um I'll be starting a, a new venture, a new um, uh, a new job. I'm very thankful that my time changes, so I'll be going to work a little bit late. And now I think that'll offer me to get back into the stretching because when I wake up late and you're like rushing, thank you, thank you. Okay, so let's go. What's your favorite book? Oh, this is a tricky one. I mean, you know, I had a feeling you were going to. I love hearing what people ask about. I I love reading, so I I want people to share. You know what books they like to read. So I'm actually reading a book right now, and um, it is called The Power Paradox, and I'm really into it. Okay. It's just, um, it's, it's my favorite book that I'm reading right now. I typically read a lot of, like, um, uh, life, like, life stories, things that have happened to people. I'm, like, one of those, like, if I can get in a documentary and a book, I'm, like, one of those. <laughs> but this Power Paradox book, I found it, and it's just, it just explains the dynamics of people and psychology versus how they treat people. Mm. Yes. And just teachers to children. So it just explains all those dynamics, um, which I'm just kind of like a. Not, I love it. Not into the psych. I'm like, I've never went to school for psychology, but I'm like really into it. Mm-hmm. So I just really am enjoying like seeing the science of power and how it just implements in all types of people's lives and how it sure. impacts. 
societies and all kinds of stuff. So it's called The Power Paradox. It's an all-white book. It's an amazing book right now. I definitely have to check that out because um, I'm always looking for a good book. So thank you for that. So I only got a couple, few more questions left. So what is your most nostalgic song? What song when you hear and it takes you back? And it could take you back to really a special time in your life or a moment. So um, there is a um, Janet Jackson song that takes me back. And I can't like, I don't know why I'm like numb to it right now. <laughs> That's so cute. I used to, you know, I used to do the same thing with the Whitney Houston Bodyguard soundtrack. For some reason, girl, I just thought I was Whitney Houston. The Madonna um, Immaculate album, I don't remember. And then, um, gosh, I don't remember who the, I don't remember who it is either. But there was a one song my mom said every time I it came on, like I would just sing it, grab the microphone, I'd be in the mirror in my grandma's house performing. Isn't it crazy? Like the little things that we do as children. And it just takes me back. Um, is it all for you? Oh, okay. <laughs> Love it. Cause when you said, um, when you said the dentical, I was like, Oh, I remember the one of her dancing alone. All for you. Yeah, girl, forget the melody. I know I'm completely off, but yes. Okay. Um, okay, so usually I ask the mamas um, the high mommy moment of the week or the low mommy moment of the week. So since it's what is your high mama to be? Actually, let's do the what's your low mama to be moment of the week. Anything. It could be pregnancy. It could just be something that you just felt like you were like, you know what? I'm just not figuring this shit out. I just what the hell. Oh no, I know, and you're like, thanks, thanks a lot. So sweet of you. So it's just been like, honestly, I was making a joke about it to Josh yesterday. I was like, how do I work my face out? <laughs> Listen, embrace it, Mama, because when the baby's here, you're gonna look back at your pregnancy. Same thing, like you said, just embrace, you know, embrace just this pregnancy journey. The, you know, the ch chunky little face and all. You look absolutely stunning. You look beautiful. You're glowing. So embrace it you know but i definitely understand i definitely understand um and what's been your high mama to um, mama to be moment of the week or yeah just moment in general i know you said when you get out of the bed you're like yes i got this but what's been something that's really made you feel really good Oh, so, that's so sweet. Yeah, that has been like, I've been on a 
ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's the best little feeling in the world until you, your son is here and then he like kisses you or touches you and then that kind of surpasses. But yeah, as of right now, that is like the best feeling. It's it's a miracle. You know, you have this like little baby thingy going inside of you. It's beautiful. That's why anytime... Anytime you ever feel any doubt, just remember that. Be like, I am freaking birthing a human. You know, you take your journey, you have faith, you know, you do your best. And as far as taking care of yourself, your diet, walking, drinking, you know, plenty of water, and you just do the best you can during this pregnancy journey and beyond, because that's all you can do. She is. She is. I've even been giving her space because I remember that time and I know she has my parents there. So she's, you know, she's I'm just giving her her space, you know, because I know. But she's she's rocking it. And I said, I said, look, girl, after 32 hours of labor, breastfeeding and all that better come freaking easy because, <laughs> you know, because after that, I think she, you know, she deserves um, a break there. So she's yeah. she's been good. But thank you so much for coming on. Do you want to give your page? I'll put it in my podcast episode. But if you want to shout out to the people where they can find you or contact you. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at, at R-A-Y-C-R-U-Z underscore fit. So that's Ray Cruz Fit. And my website is Awesome. Like I said, I will put it in my details. It was a pleasure talking with you. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, I love you and we'll, we'll talk soon. Yes, love you too. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure. Have a good day. You too. Thank you for listening to the Mamas Know Best. We got something to say podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, rate, and give a review on the platform you're listening on. Tune in next time to hear another fierce mama share her story. Continued blessings to you all for love and light.